0: All right, we're going to have some words. (coughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, Quick announcement. We now have a subreddit, r slash its2brotherspodcast on reddit.com. So if you want to uh, go and comment and let us know how wrong we are about everything in this episode, feel free to go there. We would love to hear from you. All right, back to the episode. So uh, last episode... As I was doing the editing, uh, I came across a comment that I realized I didn't uh, I didn't press you on at any point, and I was like, "Wait, we never talked about this, so we got to talk about it." So here we are. Uh, Morwind, not an RPG. He says,
1: "Yeah, okay, so all right, let's do this." Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's it's a it's a very um, niggly argument. <sighs> okay. I'll say that right away. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, essentially, I just, I don't, I think that, uh, the term RPG has become, like, pointless. Okay. And, and so, like, currently, like, you can pretty much call any game you want an RPG. Like, most games today have RPG elements, right? Like...
0: Yeah. In the sense of, like, you can level up and
1: stuff level like Level up, like, alternate endings, side quests, you know, like, most ga- most games have those elements now, right? Yes. Um, I think we should, we should, uh... We should tighten that up a little bit, you know. We should, we should, uh, we should stop calling everything like an RPG, like just because it has stats and side quests and stuff, you know. Like
0: so, so I agree with you on ev- all of that so far. So, wh- wh- what to you excludes Morrowind? From that definition that you've... uh, Yeah, okay, so... (laughs) That you've created.
1: So, Morrowind is, is like... Because, obviously, like, you know, we can talk about uh, Bethesda's, like, track record making games, right?
0: Yes, and we'll probably get into that. Yeah,
1: so, well, I mean, with regards to Morrowind, why Morrowind is not an RPG has a lot to do with that, I think, right? Okay. Like, so, you know, we start with Arena, right? That's that's the first, like, Bethesda RPG game. Mm -hmm. And Arena is, like, you know, as as like as classic of an RPG as you can imagine, right? It's a it's a dungeon crawler, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, first edition like A D and D kind of stuff. Or I guess A D and D is technically one point five, but I think, right? Yeah, anyway. Um you know, like you create a character and you're stuck in a dungeon and like the game ends when you leave the dungeon. Okay. Um, and that's like that's like that's an RPG, right? Like that's as classic as an RPG gets. Okay, sure. Uh, and then you move to arena or uh, not arena you move to daggerfall after arena yes and daggerfall like you know is like 50 percent dungeon crawler but then it has that like you know that open world roaming adventure aspect to it and it has like you know it adds a bunch of like you know action elements like wall climbing and i think the uh the combat itself is more like uh real time in daggerfall compared to arena as well okay And so like you move from like 100 rpg in arena to like 75 percent rpg and 25 uh i guess you know back then it would, you would call it an adventure game essentially mm. right you followed me like you know like adventure game in the in the sense of like king's quest or something like a real like you know an adventure game okay i see what you're saying and then and then you move to morrowind right and morrowind is like mm-hmm. right on that razor's edge of like well it's it's a first person action game with heavy rpg elements and so most people would call that an action rpg or okay or an rpg ARPG, yeah yeah. well an ARPG is yeah. like a diablo game though kind of now so even that oh, okay is like yeah yeah
0: a, that, that, that's fine that's fair that's even true. that term yes. is
1: kind of like tainted i guess well
0: yeah i i would i would i always struggle with that term of ARPG rpg because when i think about diablo i do not rpg isn't the first thing that comes to mind like I, yes. I i feel like stats alone do not an rpg yeah. make well
1: I feel like, because, like, talking about, like, Diablo-esque games, like Borderlands, for instance, Borderlands, you know, is a, most people call it a looter shooter, uh-huh. and, I, and I think it's it just, like, you know, you need, like, a, a hack-and-slash looter, like, that's a better term for Diablo than action RPG, just like I think a better yeah. term for Morrowind and possibly other game well, Morrowind is kind of unique because it's first-person, I would call Morrowind a first-person fantasy adventure game. Okay. Like, completely strip away all of, like, the RPG. Because, well, the reason I wouldn't call call it an RPG, essentially, is because unlike... Uh, Arena or well, Arena and Daggerfall. I'm pretty sure Arena also had this. I know Daggerfall does. Daggerfall has alternate endings, okay. right? Like, and Morrowind does not, obviously. Morrowind's main quest is a linear experience, and so are all of the expansions except for uh, Solstheim, which is obviously does have alternate endings. Okay. Um, but like, I, I feel like alternate endings are an extremely important part of an RPG experience. Like, essentially. Okay. okay. So let me back up a little bit. Sure. If we're gonna redefine RPG, which is what I'm attempting to do here. I guess I should okay. give my definition of what I think the RPG term should be.
0: Yes, let's hear it. Okay. Because I'm interested yeah, yeah, yeah. in this. So <laughs> I, think,
1: I think the best way to describe an RPG is a game that allows player choice in both um, game mechanic terms and in story terms. Okay. Um, and then somewhere in there I have to fit in character creation. Sure. So like. So
0: basically the idea of creating your own character
1: yes and then the game offering you a a wide variety of and within that variety depth as well like okay it, it's essentially a very high bar if you want to call yourself an rpg okay um, which wow i mean that sounds so like i mean a- again like this is a very like you know eh, eh, sim games eh, rpgs eh, eh. you know so i recognize that aspect as well you know Yes. At the very least, it's just uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what I think. I, I, and so Morrowind does not meet that criteria, right? Because it, it doesn't. It's a it's a linear story ultimately. <laughs> so let me ask
0: you this then, because I, I I sort of as I was thinking about this, I anticipated somewhat where you were going to go with this. Sure. So I'm I'm going to ask the, the the pointed dickish question of so then is Fallout Four a better RPG? than Morrowind
1: no 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 it's not well there's forward. there's
0: alternate endings you could you could you could join no, but you're not all allowed to your character
1: you're allowed to design <laughs> in- your character's physical appearance right Uh huh. but you're not allowed to like then you can't role play in that game there's no there's in what no way? effective like character choice you ever get to make so I guess okay let me expand gameplay character and story so there's three I guess three important elements there
0: okay let's let's go
1: you need you need also the ability to like define your character, and in Fallout 4, obviously, you are either a father who used to be in the military or a former lawyer who's looking, who again is a family woman who's looking for her child. Just like yes. it, that's who you are. Okay, so I wouldn't call Fallout 4 an RPG. I'd call it a an open world first person shooter.
0: So and you and you think Morrowind does a better job of this? Yeah, yeah Morrowind. I mean. The, <sighs> because you are a blank slate in the beginning of Morrowind. Yeah,
1: I would much. love to call Morrowind an RPG, but if I called Morrowind okay, I'm just an I'm R- just
0: trying to ground this here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want I want to see how Morrowind does on each of the elements accordingly. So so to <laughs>
1: Morrowind, yes. Morrowind has in-depth character creation and based on the way guilds work, um, you know, especially at the Fighters Guild, Thieves Guild quest, that's like mm-hmm. uh there's choices within like the Mages Guild quest. Like there is like, you know, you have to choose only one Ultimately, of the three great houses, Talvani, Hailu, and Redoran. Um, Like, so there is, like, you know, exclusive choice within within mm-hmm. the game that allows you to d- define who your character is which is something again Fallout 4 doesn't do you know because there is no ex- like Skyrim doesn't do that for instance right like the game that comes after Wait, Skyrim but- you could do anything Skyrim well, I would
0: say Fallout 4 at least you you have the you know like you eventually get shoehorned into one of the three factions
1: have you ever done a um a run of Fallout 4 where you like try to do as many quests as possible
0: I mean I, I feel like in my first playthrough I-, I tried to like I tried to balance all of the factions yeah. as long as so, I could like- and then I feel okay go ahead
1: well i was just gonna say like the if you did that then you know that the point at which they like force you to be exclusive is like the end of each uh, okay. respective quest line like you can do essentially the entire quest line of each faction in that game okay fair enough uh which i mean it's not like okay i think we're getting into the weeds here and i've lost my i've lost the train of my argument though sorry i i, just, no, 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 I, 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 I asked it's, the dickish question it's good. And got you off the rails no but I yeah fallout 4 is not fallout 4 is like a is like again and so it's important to note that this argument is not only finicky and, like, kind of, you know, pointless, although I'm glad to have it. Don't don't get me wrong. Yes,
0: um, <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of this podcast, yeah. is to have uh, yeah, I'm, finicky I'm, and pointless arguments? I've been thinking
1: about this question for years, so I'm glad to finally be able to just, like, get all, get all of it on record. Um, Excellent. But it's also just, like, you know, this is not a judgment on quality, right? Yes. Like, The Witcher 3, which I'm sure we're going to get to, is... A great game i actually went and finished it um for this podcast although i didn't get to the dlcs yet which i know is like the best part um for some people but anyway like you know i still think i, I still like fallout 4 like i still i have hundreds of hours in that game uh-huh. you know like i like fallout 4 but i just don't like it as an <laughs> rpg game that's all
0: yeah i, I understand what you mean it's, it's actually funny you say that because um i feel like uh what was it uh I, I think we had this conversation at some point but um like, Skyrim is one of the only games that, like, I think I've put, like, 250 hours into, and I was like, yeah, it's just all right. Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. That, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's why I'm, like, I want to try and, like, claw back the meaning of the word RPG. Because I feel like, the, the, like, calling your game an RPG used to mean something. And I actually have another point that I thought we'd get to later, but I, I'll bring it up now just to say it. Is I feel like there's okay. this problem where the, the terms RPG and open world, like, have merged somehow, and open mm-hmm. world has yeah, I become could like subsumed like not only are most games open world so it's kind of assumed now like no one says oh this is an open world game like everything's mm-hmm. open world game um and so like people call things RPGs that are really just open world games yeah it's like having story choice and side quests like okay so are like are are, are so here's my dickish question are GTA games RPGs like in the oh, modern no, definition oh no absolutely not but absolutely not why not and I think this gets back to your
0: your old your your point in the last episode which got me really thinking and was a really good point that I've never thought of is is GTA games are I can't can't remember how did you put it it's like it's instead of role playing it's like character playing you're acting acting. yes you're acting and I really liked you know because like I've always kind of struggled with that that idea of like, well, if you're playing a character, doesn't every game mean a role playing yeah, game? But yes. th- I like I like that thing of, no, there are there's a difference between a role and a character. And I'd never really thought about that, so I'm really glad that you came up with that because that kind of helps solidify in my mind the the, the real difference between a role playing game and a game where you're just acting as a character. And I think that
1: Yeah. I, I think GTA at best, at best, could be said to be acting as a yes, character. Yes, you're acting, yes. Very specifically, you're acting. Um, and it took me it took me many years of pacing around my apartment, like fuming <laughs> about people calling Witcher 3 the best RPG of the decade. Just like, <laughs> oh, why isn't The Witcher 3 an RPG? Like, what, what thing can I, I define as different to keep it from being an RPG? And that's what I eventually came upon was, no, you're acting as a character, not role-playing.
0: Now, can I ask you something? Um, I, I feel like, and tell me if this is a fair assessment of your argument, but I feel like, because you and I have both played, you know, tabletop, like, you know, like pen and paper RPGs. You much more than me, but I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I play, no I play, I play pen a pen and paper. and paper RPG every week. Yeah, exactly. You are, you, you are in fact, deep into the pen and paper RPG world. Fact,
1: actually, I play two a week, actually, now. Now that I Jesus now that I'm, now that I'm in, I live in the same house as the dungeon master that I usually play with. I just end up playing a, a roommate game and like a group game. So I I play nice. a lot of pen and paper. Yeah, I,
0: I feel like your definition is deeply rooted in pen and paper RPGs and the way that those can exist just because of the freedom that they kind of you know like have in in the sense of like you know it's it's everybody's imagination is the thing that is able to drive it so you can basically push the game in any direction you want
1: well i mean it i think that because that is what the original definition of what an rpg game was oh yeah i don't
0: disagree i don't i mean like like, rpg was pen and paper yeah (laughs) I'm,
1: i'm like the rpg games came from pen and paper games Yes. And so it's just, like, we should go back to, like, being more stringent with that definition. And I, I want to be clear, like, I don't, I don't, when I say RPG, I literally mean games that call themselves, like, RPG games. I, if you're a JRPG or an ARPG, like, whatever. Like, that's a different genre. Like, I'm not counting, like, I'm fine with JRPGs. Like, JRPGs are JRPGs, you know? Now, do you,
0: do you think that RPGs have to have turn-based combat? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. So the action elements of Morrowind, the fact that you like, it's, you know, because Morrowind is is an action game, although it is, you know, behind the scenes, I believe, still pretty much based on dice rolls. Like that's why you know people hate the combat in Morrowind because it's like yes, you, you swing, one hundred percent is that's but, what it is. Yes. Y- yeah. So, I, but you don't. So you. That's not part of the definition. No. I there's, think, there's no like. Okay, I think we should yeah.
1: divorce ourselves from thinking about RPGs as being a game with stats and attributes. Okay. I don't think that is a, a an important element at all,
0: no. So character creation that, you know, and, and so in Morrowind, for instance, I'm just, again, trying to go back to this. So the, the fact that you are shoehorned into, the, the the one portion I feel like you are shoehorned into is like you are being sent to Morrowind ostensibly because, you, the, you know, they believe that you are the, like, either the Nerverine or someone that can pose as that person. So, you know, born under the certain star, star you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that's not too much for you. Like, that's not too much shoehorning. Like, you, you, cause no, you can fine. still yeah. be basically whoever you yeah, want. Yeah, that's, that's 100% well, okay. Because
1: that doesn't... Um, well, Morrowind, like, kind of, like, gets away with this in a very strange way in that there's no dialogue options in Morrowind, really. Like, it's purely... I mean, it really, in any Elder Scrolls game, right? Like, um, you don't really get to choose. Like, you don't get to have snarky responses or wise-ass responses or angry response is like you're just asking questions about topics yeah Um, okay yeah and so yeah so there's no like when i say character creation i don't mean literally like getting to physically sculpt your character i don't mean like the character creation screen right i mean Mm -hmm. like getting to define who your character is or to put it in terms of this discussion what role your character is playing in the world are you the antagonist are you the protagonist are you a side character maybe like you know <laughs> yeah like and but you should have those and how do like
0: how do um but how do snarky dialogue options like detract from that in your opinion
1: wait, wait i'm what do you mean to track?
0: Well, I, I, okay, maybe I misunderstood your argument because I I thought you were saying that like you know the idea that Morrowind basically doesn't have you know like like the snappy responses and stuff like that is like it's more just asking questions. Is it because you're you're basically saying those responses in your head? You know, like you're just kind of thinking how you would respond to these things. Okay, versus the character actually just saying the thing. <laughs> uh,
1: the 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 depth of like having different like different emo it's 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 being able to define the emotional reaction to what's happening okay. that's important because okay. a big part of playing playing a role is you know what what is your character's like emotional makeup like you know how do they act how do they feel what are the, what is their reaction yes. to things so when i'm playing so for instance something i'd say is a high point of of modern rpg design is Fallout New Vegas okay. and fallout new vegas is a game where you can almost always have the full, like, range of human emotion displayed in every dialogue choice. Okay. Just, like, are you angry? Are you happy? Are you complacent? Are you, you know, an asshole? You know, and and one complaint about, about those sort of old systems is that they're very black and white. You're either a good guy or an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but really good systems generally provide a middle ground as well with that. And even then, I feel like I'd rather have the whole spectrum than just, like, a very well-represented narrow range. Like I, I want the freedom to do whatever I want, not like a really good selection of like you know different kinds of bacon. To put, to put one <laughs> right. it's like, okay. you know, this is maple bacon and hickory bacon and thick cut bacon. It's like, yeah, sure, but what if I wanted pineapple, a pie, and a milkshake?
0: Yeah, well, because I mean, like that, that's definitely um, that's definitely something that like like in The Witcher. Um, yes, well, that's, where yeah, I'm you have that. you have exactly. the option of say the thing or say the thing but kind of in a dickish way yeah yeah exactly
1: um but to get your point back about morrowind though um so yes i think it's a it is a point against morrowind being an rpg that you're not allowed to actually like respond really you're only allowed to uh. find yourself through action which, to be fair, is is still, like, that's why I struggle. I think Morrowind is right on the cusp of being an RPG. Like, because even though it doesn't provide those character, like, emotional responses, it provides you the ability to, like, kill anybody. Which to me is good enough. Like that's that's essentially what I want in the dialogue options anyway.
0: So yeah, and I mean you can you can make dialogue options like like in Morrowind you can make dialogue choices I guess where you anger or you know appease a character. Like yes. you shouldn't just click through literally everything. That is true. Yes, that is
1: true. Um, and so my again the only thing I think that stops Morrowind if we really want to get to the heart of it that stops Morrowind from being an RPG is that there aren't alternate endings. Like if it had. Like even like a throwaway join Dagathir ending, and I would put it mm-hmm. firmly in the RPG category. Okay, but because I'm I I,
0: I'm, I I guess I can. I'm gonna. I, I understand what you mean. I, I I think I can say. Well, I I maybe I do, I can't say this because now I'm looking at. I'm thinking about Bethesda's track record, especially with the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. And when I think about like Morrowind, on it was pretty much always like the one ending. You complete the story, yeah. should you so choose to do so because i was i was gonna excuse it a little bit as like morrowind at the time was an incredibly ambitious game and i could mm-hmm. see that they just were like oh we don't have enough development money to add any more you know yeah. endings to and this. i would agree with that but, except
1: daggerfall does have alternate ending
0: yeah although daggerfall i mean i and i don't know maybe daggerfall was incredibly ambitious for the time
1: have you never but seen uh, daggerfall
0: I have seen Dagger. I've never played Daggerfall. I have seen it. I mean, I know it's enormous. So the only um,
1: difference between Daggerfall and Morrowind is that Daggerfall's graphics are sprite-based. Okay. But, but I mean, I'm like, I'm serious. That's it.
0: Well, and is, isn't it also procedurally generated? Uh, yeah. Whereas Morrowind is, like, a handcrafted world. Yes, that is true.
1: Yes. But I would also say that, like, there is handcrafted parts of Daggerfall. Like, mm-hmm. so the... Mm, I mean, I guess like there's, it is mostly procedural. That is true. Yes.
0: So, in, in relation to the, uh, in relation to what you said about like the character's emotional state, like, and you know, being able to like have the full range of emotions, you would probably, you you need to play Disco Elysium. I think is my my point that well, i yeah, but I'm I mean, about Disco
1: Elysium is clearly an RPG, right? Like, it's so well, clearly that
0: by your definition, by your definition, I, I mean it doesn't. I mean, it sort of has alternate endings. I mean, in the sense that you could, you know, die, you know, by trying to grab your tie off of a <laughs> off off of a ceiling fan. But um, you know, I, it doesn't have. I wouldn't say that it has like strongly different endings. But I, I will say that in the dialogue section, I think that that game is the best that I've really ever. I mean, like in terms, well, and maybe not even. Let me walk that back because. I guess defining your character's emotions, because the fact that, like, the skills in that game are kind of what define your, like, inner monologue as a character is such an incredible system. There is times where, like, I feel like there isn't really a dialogue option that, like, you know, exactly matches what I would want. But your inner monologue in that game, because it's so based on your skills, is just, like... It's just cake, like I you I, you got yeah. I mean it. no, I <laughs> I, have it's, I have it.
1: I, I I just need to find some time to really dig into it. You know, I want to give it that respect.
0: I, yeah, we definitely have to talk about. I I actually just um just recently finished a second playthrough of it where I changed. I did the opposite. You know, because my first my first run I did like you know an intelligent weak guy, and then this run I did the exact opposite, just a dumb strong guy. But the and, ending uh, ended up being the exact same. The ending, yeah. I mean, I. I, I, I I guess because it also helps that I know how to get the correct ending that, like, I knew the right things to do. Well, I mean, like, I don't—because I don't know if if there's things you could fail and still, like, end the game. Like, I don't know what—like, I I don't know, like, if, like—I don't know if you can, like, not solve the crime and get to the end of the game. I guess you probably can. So, like, maybe I'd have to do a playthrough where I, like, purposefully, like, just dicked around and didn't, you know, hit the story beats, but— so I I will be honest I'm I have to I'd have to like check it. Oh okay. Have, no I'm no not no. Really but, okay. To...
1: So here here's what I would say. It looks like so I'm looking at uh, the wiki for Disco Elysium right now. Yeah. And it it says there's primarily one normal ending that a briefing where you return from the sea fortress and I'm just going to forget I ever heard anything about all that. Um Yep. But I see that there's like a bunch of like bad ends here. Oh, okay, yeah. So those are like all the failure yeah, states. And, and so what I say is that that's this is just a, this Galicia might be just like a uh, like it might be a true adventure RPG. Yes, it is. It's like
0: it's a static adventure. It's like a thing you go yeah. through, but there are lots of failure states within it.
1: It's space quest with a like a dialogue system.
0: You know, that's an interesting way of describing it because yeah, space quest is is that you know yeah. it's you know you you have a a full. You have a full story that you could play through, but there's lots of places where you yeah, could be dead. I could
1: be dead, yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like you know, I'm fine with that. Like it, it's an adventure RPG. Like I don't, I don't have any problem with like calling a game like a hybrid of uh, RPG and not RPG. Okay, but that's fair. You know, The Witcher Three doesn't call itself an action RPG. It calls itself an RPG. Yes.
0: I, okay, fair enough. And that's a lie. <laughs> I won't get too. I, w- I won't get too much on The Witcher because I want to talk about Morrowind. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. but um... Now, would you now would you say though like because we kind of talked very like we I just mentioned it a little bit ago before we talked about this whole dialogue thing but um you know Daggerfall which I'm I'm almost positive was was largely procedurally generated no it was yeah you're right and would you say because I I've said this and I think I still stand by it that Morrowind is one of the best if not the best open world in a game
1: I mean GTA five I mean Red Dead Redemption GTA 5 2. Is, but I mean those are Big and extremely and like, detailed.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, don't I guess, let's not short
1: shrift GTA Five. Like as much as I don't like Rockstar, like <laughs> GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption Two are both beautifully handcrafted set pieces. Okay. Uh, and I think I actually.
0: So I haven't played Red Dead Redemption Two quite yet. Um, it's it's on my list. Um, I've heard it's massive and amazing. Um, I don't know. There was. I've, I've, I guess I've always been. I've always been much more enchanted with the world of Morrowind. Than I have been with really any other like open world RPG since.
1: Morrowind has an extremely creative, inspired open world for sure. Okay, I
0: wouldn't disagree. Maybe that. maybe the you know I, I, GTA kind of gets away with this because I mean you're, you're driving a car and so you can cross vast distances very quickly. Red Dead Redemption, I mean you have a horse, so I don't. I I, I from what I understand, it takes quite a long time to get from one side of the map to the other. But I guess the thing that like always really really drew me to Morrowind, and actually Morrowind is an interesting test case for me because like when back when Morrowind came out, there was a couple things that uh, that drove me really nuts about it that I've since gone back and like felt like wow you know I wanted all of these things in later games, and I I really wish that I didn't uh, <laughs> because like when 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 I played Morrowind for the first time, like I was like oh man why can't you just fast travel anywhere
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm. uh and I. I know that tons of people said that, and tons of people clamored for that, and, and we got my it. God, man, it it ruined everything. This is definitely a case of like, I wish that that was that nobody like that nobody listened to that because the the amazing thing about that game to me, and one of the reasons why it still sticks with me, is probably one of my favorite. I'm just going to – I hope you'll excuse me. For me, it's one of my favorite RPGs of all time. We could just ignore the fact for a second that you don't agree that it's necessarily one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Warwick um, is the
1: one I don't like to like – because I feel guilty not calling it an RPG myself.
0: Yes. But it, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. But, like, the idea of, like, you you get plopped in this kind of crazy – foreign alien world and you have the first thing you have to do is learn how the public transit system works you know like that's just so genius to me in in terms of like getting to grips with a game because it's like you just you get there you're like ah crap that place is really far away how do I get there oh I'll take the bus you know like the bus being this you know bug creature um, you know, and then of course, like, obviously like there's the boat system as well, but like, I just, I love that about the game and like, you know, it, it drove me nuts at the time of not being able to like quickly get to one place to another, but like now I wish more games would like have the balls to do that because it really, it sets you in the world and it makes you actually want to like, well, it makes you have to go out and explore it. Like there's so many things in Morrowind that you just can't get to any other way, but on foot, you know, yeah. like that's it. You know, I mean, obviously you can use spells and stuff to get places, but like, you know, that 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 whole concept of like, and also not having waypoints, mm-hmm. like that—that that was something that drove me nuts. I was like, oh my! But like, thinking about it now, everything was so well signposted in Morrowind. Like, you could get everywhere with the directions in the game. Yeah, I mean, quite and literally was,
1: signposted.
0: Yeah, it was it, it was incredible. Like, and I miss that. I miss that that idea of like you. You are actually exploring. You have to explore. There's no way around it because there's no you know giant arrow from the sky saying this is where you need to go. It's like how do you get to you know the place? Well, you pull out your frigging map and you go to it. So like th- that that element of it is one. I guess one of the reasons why like even though there's there, there might have been really good open worlds since then and you know I mean I agree GTA five is a very nice very well detailed open world, but like I I never I never spent. I never had to spend the time exploring in the same way that I, I do in Morrowind. And then the other thing is the um, the dialogue in Morrowind because it's like 99% text-based. I know there is some voice acting, obviously, in Morrowind. But, like, that was another thing that I was like, oh, man, I can't wait till we have fully voice acted yeah, games. and it
1: ruined
0: it. <laughs> it, ruined yeah, it. It, ruined it ruined it. It ruined it because you, you, just, you can't. Have as much dialogue when you have voice actors because it would just it would be so prohibitively expensive. The change
1: to doing voice to having everything be voiced ruined like having classic CRPGs like return in like their full glory. It really it really screwed things like, up. You can't have 10 dialogue choices per conversation anymore. Costs yeah, would be I prohibitive. Mean,
0: the, the voice acting costs would be astronomical. And like I get it like it sucks. So it's, what are you going to do about it? I think actually it's actually interesting. I think Disco Elysium actually handled handle that well. I know some people would probably be bothered by it, but like there's like the initial parts of the dialogue where it's like still pretty constrained have um, like – they, they are voice acted and then the voice acting just stops at a certain point. Yeah, that's
1: that's the way most modern CRPG kind of games handle it. That's the way um, I think Divinity Original Sin is actually fully voice acted and Divinity 2 but the uh, the Pillars of Eternity games are like partially voice acted. Like the initial dialogue yeah. line will be voice acted but you might not get all the responses voice acted for instance.
0: And that's all you need. Like, you know, if it's the choice between having a richer story or having full voice acting like just do that. Give me a few lines so I know what this character character sounds like yes and then i'll hear them in my head yeah you know Like, getting the don't voice of the character in your head is
1: very important i agree yes uh have you ever oh, wait, i'm just you're, what you're talking about reminds me of some stuff i've heard from uh do you ever listen to noah cadwell jarvis
0: no i don't know who that is
1: oh interesting okay well a lot of what you're saying about like starting out as like a like a nobody like you know having uh-huh. to learn the like the ins and outs of the world is an argument he makes a lot in a lot of his videos. And it's one I, I I agree with is I think, I think the, one of the big flaws, especially with later Bethesda games in particular. Um, and I'd also agree to some extent, this is a problem with the witcher and a lot of modern, like open world games that aren't, uh, Kenshi or under rail or Gothic or something like that, um, is that they start you too powerful. It's like in Skyrim, Mm -hmm. you're like, you're the dragon born immediately. You're like, you're the big dick, like hero man, like two hours into the game. And it's like Morrowind yes. doesn't make you the, the hero until like thirty hours into the game. Like you're an errand boy doing nothing for like the majority, really.
0: Yes. I I love that about Morwin, And I think that was one of the things that Bethesda dropped the ball on more than anything else in the subsequent and especially Skyrim. I mean, Skyrim is heinous. Like you go into the you go into the mages yeah, guild oh my God. as a fighter yeah. And are the, the 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 top of the mages guild inside of like two quests, and it's like
1: yeah, like yeah. are you and you're the chosen one? Serious like, you're not, you're with not this right now? The dragonborn, but you're also the chosen one of like the furic mages or whatever they're called, the psychers.
0: Yeah, like I remember like. Playing through Morrowind, and it's like you know, you go join the Fighters Guild, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you want to join the Fighters Guild? Great." Um, and like the guy like sighs, he's just like, "Go kill these rats in some place." Pillow you know? seller like,
1: has some rats in her cellar. Yes,
0: and like. That quest, it's like, that's what it needs to be, you know? Like, the Mages Guild, they're like, oh, you want to join the Mages Guild? Go collect some ingredients for us, you know? Like, they just brush you off because you're just no per—you like, you don't you, you're you're not a real person to them. Like, it's like, you're just some idiot off the street who's like, oh, I want to join the blah 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 guild. It's like, oh, whatever. You know, you and a hundred other people go do some menial task for us, and if you don't get killed, <laughs> then maybe we'll talk. Yes. I I love that about those games. Like, you know, uh, Morrowind is a masterpiece.
1: The, I mean, without a doubt,
0: it's a masterpiece because the 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 whole the whole thing with Skyrim, you know, that disappointed me so much is like they want to get you to the action as quickly as possible because people don't you know want to they don't want to well maybe they think people don't want to go there and I mean Skyrim is an incredibly popular game so maybe they're right maybe it pushes more yes, units unfortunately but, like, they are right you know
1: that's the problem
0: yeah but but like. I don't feel, to your point, like I'm playing a role unless I actually get a feeling of real accomplishment. And you know, real the idea of actually having to work my way yes. through a guild from the ground up or, you know, being treated like crap at the beginning because nobody knows who you are, you know, or they do know who you are. You're like, you know, in the case of Morrowind, you're a prisoner off of a prison ship, you know, it's yeah. like... I. I that 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 feeling of progression from like it's the literal nobody in yeah Nobody in cloth rags to a like a god, mere god figure at the end of the yeah, game. you are. Yeah, like, it feels good. Whereas like in Skyrim, it's like you start off the game. It's like oh, by the way, you're essentially a god, uh, and uh, you'll be a god throughout the rest of the game. But it's
1: it's it's not just like from a story perspective that that's a problem. It's also in baked into the game mechanics of Skyrim mm. because of the way level scaling works in those games yes there is which i hate it there is a huge problem this was present in oblivion and it's it's been a problem in pretty much all of the like the triple rpg games since is for some fucking reason <laughs> everyone feels the need to have this like smooth difficulty curve and, and the reason is money that's the reason they feel the need to have the smooth difficulty curve because it feels good to most people to play a smooth difficulty curve but it's the worst i hate those curves because it just means uh, yeah, you I end mean, up with bullet sponges. Or sword sponges yeah. in the case of Elder Scrolls.
0: Yeah. I, I think it really ruins the game because yeah, 100%. like I mean so Morrowind, from what I understand, had some very light level scaling. Very like light. You would in Yes. Very light but I feel like the way I think I I I don't understand the the full like you know back end of Morrowind. I don't really understand a ton of Morrowind like, had the level scaling, mechanics. but it didn't
1: it didn't um, it didn't have a level floor, is my understanding. So even if you might you might run into a few more golden saints at a high level, but you're still going to run into the mud crabs and the cliff racers and the etc. Like you're going to run into the bad stuff too.
0: Here's how Morrowind felt to me. It felt like the various areas. Had level minimums and level maximums. Yeah, ranges.
1: Yeah, That's like how New and Vegas the, it was as would. Well.
0: Yeah, it would scale within those ranges. Like you might get the lower end of the hard enemies in the hard area, or the higher end of the hard enemies in the hard area. But the hard area was always hard, and the easy area was always easy. Yes, and that. Felt right to me because it's like there are places in Morrowind that there's, there's nowhere in Morrowind you aren't gated, like you're never, you're never gated off from anything, but you're gated off in the sense of like if you go here, you'll die.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you probably, are not strong
0: enough to fight these things.
1: You'll probably die.
0: You'll probably yes. Well, that's the thing too is like yeah, if you could, you know, I mean, I, I've obviously seen speedruns of Morrowind. Yeah, like, if you could do things exactly. And right, that's what's so can, great
1: about those games is they it's, it's freedom. It's real like. It's as you know as much as you can get freedom from a pre-programmed game. Yes, and I, I hate
0: the, the level scaling because it never feels like you you attain that like god level of status. Like once you get past a certain point in Morrowind, you're just nuking everything. You know, you're just like pff, pff, and everything's dying. Well, you're just like I am. I <laughs> mean, disregard unless, it. Unless...
1: Unless you wander into the uh, the uh, Tribunal DLC. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, the Tribunal is hardcore. Then Tribunal like,
1: kicks your ass, and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not as a god as I thought I was.
0: That That's funny, because um, the the playthrough that I have of Morrowind that I haven't actually picked up in a while, um, I am in Tribunal, and my god, because, like, I was. I was destroying everything on, like, you know, the main yeah. island, and then I go over there. And I'm like, oh, god, I'm getting my shit you right. Don't, yeah, you
1: don't know what the fuck's up until you run into those goblins in the sewers, and there's, like, magic. <laughs> oh, we're resistant to all of that.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. And I'm playing a pure mage. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the same experience. Eh,
0: yeah, it's rough. yeah. It's rough. It's very rough. It's very rough. Um, yeah. No,
1: I mean, like, so The Witcher 3, you know, I had a big problem with level scaling in that game. And I'm, I am, you know, I'm uh, excited for Cyberpunk, but I'm also really worried it's going to be like a really shitty Deus Ex clone, <laughs> you know?
0: Um,. I didn't—it's interesting you say that, because I actually didn't notice the level scaling too badly in Witcher. Like, I didn't fight—like, you, you still—it feels like you still fight, like, the low-level enemies on a regular base. I mean, I know—I guess, uh, obviously, the low-level enemies, what, like, they, they, they have higher levels? Is that how that works?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, the level scaling isn't—you can out-level The Witcher 3. Yes. For sure, but, like— my problem with it is is more that, like, the Bandit at level 1 looks the same as level 17 Bandit. He's just 17 times as healthy. You know, <laughs> or, like, the Drowner at level 1 looks the same as the level 20 Drowner. It's just the level 20 Drowner is harder because of numbers. And it's like, at least, like, mm. make it, like, different looking. Like, put some effort yeah, into okay. it. Yeah,
0: I, okay. I understand what you mean. Yeah, you're right. So, so then how does, okay, so it's interesting you mentioned uh, Divinity Original Sin, because I actually just recently started playing that. How does that rank for you? Because I, 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 I want to Like, I, I want to see where that fits into your lens of
1: RPGs. I'm pretty. I mean, I'm pretty sure Divinity Original Sin is like a classic CRPG. Like, I mean, like the most RPG a uh, thing can possibly be.
0: Yeah, because it mean it feels very. It feels very D and D to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm almost positive that it's just like those those games when i when i say rpg what i'm really talking about is crpg okay but I just, and when you say crpg what is that what does that stand for computer rpg
0: oh computer rpg i okay. just think
1: that all rpgs should be essentially crpgs so that's essentially what i'm saying i'm saying we should just like we should we should make it so rpg and crpg are the same okay. they're a synonymous term
0: gotcha one one of the things that uh i feel like is you know coming down the technology pipe one day is going to be ai generated dialogue I wonder I
1: guess I don't know we'll see like
0: I, I wonder if that's gonna solve some of the dialogue like I mean if we could ever if we could ever nail like natural language processing which I feel like is, is just an inevitable thing. Like it's gonna have to come. Eventually, yeah, inevitable. You know? Sure.
1: Yeah, but when? Like, is that
0: gonna is that gonna fix a lot of these problems? Of like, hey, like if you if you could get you know an AI that can essentially do a better job of voice acting things, then also like respond to actual voice stuff in a meaningful way. Like, that would also require dynamic
1: that... scripting of events, though, because like yeah. you'd, have to, you'd have to have the AI then follow through on the like auto-generated dialogue it just said. So, <laughs> so you'd, it's a long you'd way. You need off. dynamic animation, dynamic event handling. It would be a whole thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um,
0: but uh, that would be it, though. It'd be it'd be pen and paper RPGs, yeah. but in real time yeah. and on the computer.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, so what you were saying is that you don't think that there's open worlds that have like matched up to Morrowind since. Uh, I would counter uh, that by saying that's not true at all. Okay. You you need to look more in, like, the indie, like, the smaller scale games, like, like Kenshi or Underrail. Morrowind was, like, a really, like, small, you know, like, uh, indie game almost. Like, you know, it wasn't, like, I mean, it sold a lot, but, like, their previous offerings hadn't really, you know... Made them a lot of money for more. Yeah, I can't
0: say I had heard of Bethesda before Morrowind. Exactly.
1: And so it's just like, you got to look in those nooks and crannies. And so like, there's a lot of really interesting, creative open world games out there now. It's just, they're not like, you know, they don't look nice, obviously. (laughs) Because graphics have become such a ridiculous arms race. Yes. Uh, But I think they're out there. I think think they exist still. And I I just think that most AAA games are just like weird, like shallow, like mirror images of, of... those better ideas.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And it's not, and maybe it's not even necessarily that, um, it's not necessarily th- that Morrowind is the best. It's just the one that I guess it stuck with me the most. Like, I feel like. Wait, that's just nostalgia I could- speaking, though. Well, yeah, I mean there is that. And, and and in fairness, I haven't played. I know you've talked up Kenshi a lot and I have not tried it. I mean, um, Kenshi is
1: I... a like a true open world game. Mm. Like I wouldn't call it an like, you know, I was saying earlier at the very start that I think RPG and open world have become like synonymous and that's bad. Like yeah. Kenshi has stats and attributes and all that kind of stuff, but what it really is is an open world game. It's a game that aims to simulate like a working world. You know, whereas RPGs like they might want to like pay lip service to the idea. Like they might have farms and like the proper amount of houses and like, you know, they might represent a living world, but they're not really interested in simulating it. They're just interested in having it be the backdrop to some sort of like character story or arc.
0: Well, I mean, in that way, is Kenshi kind of a sandbox?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, that's what I mean when I say open world. I mean sandbox. Yeah,
0: cuz I, I feel like those two things are, are conflated in a lot of ways when it's not really true. You know, like cuz yes. you can have an open world without it being a sandbox game. Uh but I feel like there is a definite there's a definition to a sandbox game where it's essentially like it's a it's it, it's a world full of it, it, I think a sandbox does kind of have to be an open world yes. to some degree I, to I, be I, I a proper that, yeah But, like, I feel like a sandbox does actually go a little bit further in the sense that, like, you you have systems you can interact with that, you know... React to you and push back against you and do things in relation to what you're doing, you know, I mean, like, uh, Minecraft is a good example of that, like, Minecraft is a sandbox, you know, like, you can essentially do anything to the world, you know, and like, those things are, you know, like, it's an open world sandbox game, yeah, it's an open world, exactly, you know, and so, but so Kenshi is not an RPG to you.
1: No, because there's no, um, there's no story in Kenshi.
0: Okay, so story is a is a is a crucial element yeah. to what an RPG. There is. has to
1: be some sort of guiding hand in an RPG, but it has to be a okay. guiding hand, not a like placing hand. Okay, I don't know. That's but yeah,
0: but it can't there it can't be completely hands off. It can't be like dump you in a world, do whatever you want. Yeah, that's it's got to be there. It's, then it's not then it's just a sandbox.
1: Because oh yeah, because because there's no there has to be some sort of conflict for your character to like bounce off of for there to be like character development okay and so like if there's no arc then you're just wandering around like doing stuff which is really fun and that's awesome and i love that kind of gameplay i that's most of the games i play is just going around doing stuff but that's, yeah. there's no role playing right like
0: okay so there has to be a there has to be a quote unquote dungeon master
1: yes it, it yeah exactly I'm, I'm saying rpgs are essentially they need to be as close to Dungeons and Dragons as possible.
0: Yeah, and that's that's I, I, the more and more you talk about this, the more and more that's the argument that I'm getting from you is that Dungeons and Dragons and you know various other pen and paper RPGs are in in a lot of ways what RPGs should really be focusing on striving towards. Yes, yeah, because the idea of like you know you have this world, you have a, a goal ostensibly. Yeah, you can create essentially whatever kind of character you want. You know, then that character might be, no matter what, that character might be the person that goes and does this story, yeah. but that character can be anything. You know, they could be like, you know, a giant fat dude or a crippled lady or like a, you know, a bird. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, it could be anything. And they need
1: to be free to solve the problem in a way that they see fit, right? Like, yes. You know, Morwin does not give you the opportunity to like call Azura out. Right? Just, like, hey, Daedric Goddess, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know? I'm gonna, like, shack up with my boy Dagoth Ur here, and we're gonna, like, cover the the mainland of Morwin and Ash, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. But, like, the game does yeah. not recognize that path as a valid path, but it should be, because it's something you could do. And it's a high bar. Like, I, I fully recognize that it's a high bar, I'm saying. But, like, RPGs are really good if executed well, and I think it's a shame to, like, muddy the waters with all these like shitty AAA offerings that really don't capture what it means to be role-playing a character in like a fully realized reactive world. Mm -hmm. I
0: mean I I know what you mean and that's kind of one of those things like it's easier when you have a physical person that you could just do this to because if everybody in the Everybody in the party agrees. Hey, we're just gonna go with the bad guys on this one. Like you could just immediately dynamically change the story. But just
1: like you know, Kotor exists, Baldur's Gate exists, Neverwinter Night. There's never been a point in time like Pillars of Eternity exists. Like there's never been a point in time where there aren't games doing what I'm saying.
0: No, I I agree with you. You know, it's all just like (laughs) you know,
1: screw the people that aren't doing it.
0: Okay, fair enough. Cause yeah, I mean, it, it is one of those things where it's like, why, why can't you just join the bad guys? You know, why, why, yeah. why is that not, why not? an option? Because
1: because you spent twenty, you spent seventy five percent of your budget on graphics, and you only spent five percent on writing, so you could only afford one story through line. Because you needed to have, you know the next gen shadow generation or whatever the hell is being done nowadays, you know, RTX on (laughs) and just like, I don't care. Like, you know, one of my favorite games I've played in the last like year or so is under rail. It's like, it's it's purely sprite graphics, but it's a, it's like, you know, you're just a single person roaming around the world and you get to just choose how you do it, you know? And it's, Oh God, it was so good. It's just like, it's, you know, like Mad Max meets Morrowind underground. (laughs) Okay, I've heard of Under Rail. I haven't played it. Oh, so good.
0: All right. So yeah,
1: so I think RPG like there's still good RPGs being made. It's just no, none of them are AAA offerings, really.
0: So trying to outline this argument you've made here. So you know, true character creation, true being able to create essentially any character. I don't. Uh, true you is know. true is a
1: bad description. Go ahead. Um, breadth and depth. Okay. A wide variety of choices, and within each of those choices, a depth of options. So, like, not only can you join, you know, okay, so, for instance, I think a really good example of a game that does this well is KOTOR. Knights of the Old Republic, you know, one or two, uh, they both do it well, is, like, you can go evil, or good, or neutral, although there are only, actually, there's only good and and evil endings, so I guess, really, you can only go good or evil, but within Mm -hmm. that spectrum of those two ending choices, which is, again, I only need two, two is enough, you know, Mm -hmm. but within those two, there's, like, you know, a pretty wide birth of like how evil are you how good are you you know are you like really really too good sometimes or are you like kind of you know an asshole sometimes or you know there's there's more to it
0: yeah there, 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 there's enough there's enough depth for the uh like what the D alignment yeah. and those square yeah, and, and you know i'd
1: say kotor is the bare minimum that i would accept okay but it's like it's all there still you know it has character creation and within the like character creation there's a wide variety of game mechanics you know there's mm. You can be a skill monkey where you're, like, MacGyvering everything. You can be a force power person. You can be a close combat guy. You can be a ranged force power person. You can be a ran- a close combat ranged guy or a close combat force power person. You can... There's more to it. Like, Morrowind does that really well, obviously. Mm. You know, Morrowind has a huge variety of melee combat options, a huge variety of magic options, a huge variety of ranged options, and the ability to mix and match all of those in an interesting way. Yeah. Right? And so, like, it does that really well. It just it just fails on the—it literally just fails on the having multiple endings criterion.
0: <laughs> it's, it's funny because, uh, by your definition, I don't think I've ever actually played a CRPG.
1: I mean, that's very possible. I mean, I Obviously's haven't played probably, Koto— there, there aren't really that many.
0: Yeah, I haven't played KOTOR, which I guess is your is, – is that your prime example?
1: No, uh, Baldur's Gate.
0: Yeah, I haven't played Baldur's Gate. I haven't played Pillars of Eternity, which I've heard is very good. Um, I guess yes. – I, I mean, I guess the only one that I'm technically playing right now maybe is Divinity Original Sin 2.
1: Yeah, and that's still pretty like – no, it, it's Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 2 or 1. 2. 2. 2 is no. 2 is good.
0: 2 is good. 2 okay. I think
1: 2 I think it encapsulates what I'm talking about pretty much. Okay. And it's
0: it's a little bit tricky because I'm uh I'm playing with my uh, my friend Tim and uh so like, you know, I I'm, I'm not really paying maybe as much attention to like the dialogue and stuff as I normally would if I was just yeah. sitting down and doing like a straight up playthrough, but like I do love the fact that in that game like, and, it, and Morrowind has this option, obviously, as well, but, like, it's it's just kind of nice where it's, like, you can steal from anyone, you can attack anyone at any time.
1: Yes. No, that is very important, yeah.
0: Because that's the thing that I hated about Oblivion and I loved about Morrowind is, like, at any time, you could just smack somebody with your sword, anger everybody yeah. in town, and, like, you know. <laughs> just kill them. Just kill them. Just kill everybody. You could just have ghost towns. And, like, that's that's something that's, like, you know, like it, it, consequences, they should exist, you know? I, and I, I think the dialogue of, you know, when you kill a main character in, in the story of, like, you know... Yes,
1: the threat of fate is broken.
0: Yes, the threat of fate is broken. You know, you could either restart or, you know, choose to live in the doomed world that you've created. Which I like yes. for two reasons. First of all, because, yeah, you've, you know, you ended the war, like, you know, like, the threat of, pro- the threat of prophecy or whatever it was. Oh, that's and right, like, yeah, the threat of prophecy. Yeah, and so it's, like, it's like you can't beat the game. Or can you? Because you can. You can still beat me. Yeah, you I mean, still can, yeah. As long as you cheese the shit out of it, you can actually still beat the game, which is hilarious, and I love that. So, you know, it's almost like the, the oh, okay, well, I did accidentally kill one of the main guys, but I rolled a nat 20 on something else, and so I still won.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's about having the option to do it.
0: Yes. So, okay, so... Baldur's Gate, that's, so what, um, explain to me a bit about, like, what, what Baldur's Gate does right then, because I've never played it.
1: So it's just, it's the most complete, uh, like, character journey that you can do in a video game, I feel. Because you start as, like, uh, a young orphan, essentially, like, you, you were, you are raised in this, like, monastery by this wizard. Mm. And then, like, you're, he, like, he's like, oh, well, you know, the is in danger of being attacked so we need to leave and he gets killed immediately when you try to leave the monastery and like the monastery won't let you back in because they're assholes. <laughs> and so you're just like stuck outside with this like threat looming over you. And then the game kind of lets you solve that problem however you want to. Oh geez. Ultimately. Okay. Like you you can like you know be a like a. You know the adventuring hero, and like you know, gather your party of paladins and druids to you know fight the the evil, or you could try and like infiltrate them, or like join, like you know, become the evil, and and you're allowed to like you know, it's 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 based on D and D, so you have all your class options, and so you know D and D, that's as many class options as you're ever gonna want, you know, wizard, paladin, druid, fighter, rogue, mage or I guess I said wizard already. Anyway, you know, it's it's so many gameplay options, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way you play the game is so different depending on your class. And then also it's also different depending on what choices you choose, character-wise and story-wise and ending-wise. And so it's just like it all like, you know, it's this complex like spider web of options that all like feeds into each other. It's um, hard Gate. to make a game like that. Well, yeah, because it's, it, it's, it's,
0: it's, it. it's, Baldur's Gate's an older game, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: A- isometric. Yep
1: and isometric sprite graphics the whole oh sprite i did it's i didn't realize it
0: was sprite and it's i assume not voice acted (laughs) uh parts of it are parts of it yeah but like the 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 traditional like you get a few lines of dialogue and then it's okay yeah yeah, fair enough yeah and and it's like that's where i kind of wonder where like the technology is gonna have to go because in, in order to like do better than that like to have like the level of fidelity that like you know triple a games want well being even remotely cost effective you know because i mean you know i guess if we had a trillion dollars you know i could make the ideal game right now and it would take you know 25 years to do all the voice acting and <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know and it would take like you know a team of writers like you know the size of like california to, <laughs> to write all the dialogue for it but we could make it it could be done you know <laughs> It's like have you ever played the uh, have you ever played the game Universal Paperclips? No. Okay, it's it, it, it it's 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 a clicker it's a clicker game. Oh, um, oh okay. Yeah, but like sure. basically, like, like or, or yeah, the whole the whole thing of the game is like you know eventually you just like um, absorb the entire universe like making paper clips. Um, oh, and uh, yeah, that's that's what it would feel like to make that game. It's like yeah, well, if we just you know funnel all of the money from all of the countries you know into making this game, then maybe eventually we could make the ideal uh, CRPG. <laughs> Actually,
1: um. This is this is kind of a tangent, but talking about like having a lot of money to make the ideal CRPG, mm-hmm. uh, that was actually tried and failed. Have okay. you ever heard of a game called Kingdoms of Amalur? Yes, the one that like bankrupted Rhode Island.
0: Oh, is that okay? I mean, I I'm, I'm familiar with Kingdom. I've I've heard of it at least. I, so I Kingdoms say- of
1: Amalur was an attempt to make a like Bethesda-style, like Morrowind, Oblivion-style RPG game. Okay. You know, um, uh-huh. and and the the state of Rhode Island invested like like a hundred million dollars, or I want to say it's three hundred million, but that might be me just making the figure too large. But it okay. was a it was sizable, millions, many millions, okay, for sure. Um, and the game failed miserably, <laughs> just like an absolute financial like disaster. And it's just like an example of just like they were like, okay, we're gonna make this open world RPG with all these classes and like story choices, like they had every like. It, Kingdoms of Amalur is an RPG. It is a bad RPG. Okay. It has has character creation. It has lots of different options for how you play the game from the gameplay perspective. It has lots of different story choices. It has side quests. It has everything you'd want. And it feels like you're playing a shitty MMO. (laughs) The whole time. So, you know, a game having all those elements doesn't, again, make it a good game. It's just those are the elements I think most essentially represent what it means to be an RPG. Gotcha. And not every game, like you know, a game not meeting that criteria. Like I love Morrowind. Morrowind is again a masterpiece, but it's just it's just not not some RPG. It's 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 so close, but it just it tipped right over into that action game like it's more of like a very stat heavy you know adventure game with some like like it has stats that's really the most like it has like the gameplay mechanics of an rpg but the story of you know, I, I assume Todd had been into the mix at that point, and it sort of corrupted the mix.
0: Oh, Todd Howard? Yeah, Todd Howard. Yeah, I think that if you um, if you take the main story of Morrowind, I can understand how it's you know doesn't really meet that criteria. But the one thing is, is all of the um, all of the surrounding side quest material is so good.
1: Yes. Oh, that's why it hurts me to say it because I because I have to judge it by the main quest.
0: Yeah, like if you ignored the main quest more yes, 100%. when it hits all the right beats because everything everything surrounding it all the choices you can make are so
1: good
0: like it's just oh i love it
1: yeah no it's amazing and it is essentially an rpg it's just you know
0: it, it, it falls down on that criteria of you can't you have no choice in how the game i mean other than just ignoring the main quest and
1: just not doing it and then yeah which, which it doesn't count which you doesn't know, count Let's like just like yeah not doing the main quest and saying well that's an option it's like no 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 if If there was, like, a fail state, okay, well, mm, Morrowind does, I guess, have fail state that you can enter. Which, to me, well, that still puts it in an adventure game category, ultimately, though. Because I'd still consider that part of, like, the point-and-click adventure game Mm -hmm. genre, ultimately. um, Which is just a whole... I mean, again, I mean, I've said it many times during this podcast, but I'll say it, like, for the fourth or third time. Genres are essentially, like, you know, meaningless, obviously. Mm -hmm. So this argument is, you know... You can call any game you want an RPG. I could call Madden an RPG, and yeah. I think I'd be like within my rights to do that. <laughs> which is, which is, again is why I'm having this argument in the first place, right? Is because I think that's how diluted that term has become.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you will find no argument with me of uh, the, uh, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna have labels for things, those labels should actually matter. You know, they should be able to describe the thing.
1: Yes. So, like, for instance, I think a good example of this is like if if we call The Witcher three an RPG, which I know we're talking about Morrowind, but I'm going to continue bringing that up.
0: No, let's let's. I, mean, I, I feel like I said everything that I wanted to say on Morrowind, and I did kind of want to because you you said you finished your playthrough of The Witcher again. I did. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I want to get I want to get some revised thoughts from you on that now that now that you've brought it up and now that we're here.
1: Uh, yeah. So I I reaffirmed that I do not like that game. Okay. Um, well, see, so the only reason I was able to finish it is because I, I managed to find my original save file from the first time I played it, Uh uh-huh. which, which well, I had gotten to the point where I had like, you know, retrans, like transformed the Elven Sage back and like I was ready to defend Kaer Morin. Okay. So I only had like five hours of main quest line to do essentially. But just like, you know, the combat is boring and really samey, you get to choose about how proud you are of your daughter that's that's essentially the main story choice is like are you really proud of your daughter or are you like mildly proud of your daughter or did you like abandon your daughter but not like in an evil way just sort of like in a like a negligible way where she like kind of like was not as hopeful as she should be like and it's just like those are the three story choices you get it's just like okay yeah this is why i don't like this game (sighs)
0: <sighs> all Man. right. I okay, so a couple points. I will agree that the combat, well, okay.
1: No, no, no. Okay, so if, if we're going to like if we're going to dig down into that, let me let me uh, elaborate real quick on what I mean by boring. Go you are it. given all of your options at the start. Uh-huh. You're given two swords, a bow, a crossbow, um and five spells each with an alternate spell you can unlock. So that's that's essentially 13 combat options. Uh-huh. That's not enough for <laughs> an RPG of that size. And especially the fact that you've unlocked uh 8 of them at the start is a huge problem. Like that is like bad game design. Like you you should be given one option and then like you can slowly unlock other options that each themselves have a number of different options within them. Like having each spell only having one alternate mode is like a is like an unbelievable sin. Can you imagine playing skyrim or oblivion or morrowind with five spells like that's it you get five spells the whole game that's all you get and (laughs) and you get two you get alternate modes with each of those spells so your fireball can also be a flamethrower i mean skyrim kind of does that which is why it's so fucking bad (laughs) uh, you know like morrowind has like 100 spells easily like Uh, with spell making so you can like just like
0: skyrim the worst game i put 250 hours into
1: yeah well yeah no yeah same here yeah easily easily 250 Easily. it's a great action adventure game
0: okay with mods so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say this because I, I i i concede your point uh witcher is not an rpg i concede that point i uh i think that i think that you're right in terms of the witcher being a game in which you are playing a character and you are trying to and i think that witcher nails that in such a good way. Like it just, it's just, you are, you know, <laughs> I almost sound like all the friggin' IGN reviews. It makes you feel like Spider-Man, yeah. but like it really, like, I mean, they do a pretty good job of, of railroading you one way or another into like kind of his general choices. But I mean, you obviously can make some kind of out of character choices for him, but like, you know, the things that you're complaining about, I, if it was, if, if I agreed that it was an RPG, then I'd understand, but I think you're right. I don't think that it is. I don't I don't think that you could call it an RPG because it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's silly to only have, you know, a handful of spells, but Geralt's not a spellcaster. <laughs> he only has... He only has the the handful of signs, and they are pretty limited in their use. And, like, you know, he's only got, like, really the two... You can switch up yeah, his exactly. weapons. Like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good with he's weapons, not. but, like, you know, it's really, it's like, you should be using the two swords most of the time. You know, like, that's kind of yeah. how it is. And so, yeah. like...
1: And, oh, and bombs. I forgot bombs. And bombs. So I guess 14. Yeah. So
0: I'm... But. I'm pretty happy with the way that like the game handles it. And what I what I, I guess what I really like about The Witcher 3 that, you know, scratches the thing that I like about RPGs is the is how good the um the little like side quests are. Like they all feel like they they have something, you know? Like even like the smallest most like you know, ridiculous side quest. There's like, what? what is even, go- like, there's, I can't remember exactly how the quest goes, but like, there's like some quest with like a, like a, like a, like a, like a tea kettle or something, or like a, like a black cauldron or something. And like, there's like this lady lost, and you're like, oh, this is, this seems strange. And it ends up being like this really good quest. <laughs> I'll have to look up what that actually was. But like,
1: yeah, but that's just, that's like, a, that's conflating RPGs and good writing. Yeah,
0: and I'm not, like I said, I don't, just, I think you're yeah. right. I don't think it's an RPG, but like the, one of the things I like so much about RPGs is when they have good writing, and this has really good writing. It like, the and I feel like the choices you get to make have some, have some meaning to them. Like, like, and the, and the consequences aren't always, um, they're not always obvious. Um, actually, I think Witcher One did a really good job of that because there's something very early on, like you can, like you can kill, like, some guy. Like I think it's like one of like the like Order of the you know White Rose guys or something like that. It's somebody you could kill really early on, or do something really early on that doesn't have any actual consequences until like four acts later. And
1: yeah, well I'd say Witcher One is an RPG. So
0: uh, <laughs>
1: would you? Uh, I mean you're pretty much free to define Geralt in a much more like I mean if memory serves. You can be a little more free with his character in that game. Okay. Yeah. I mean you- there are alternate endings, and that game has combat styles. Yeah. Like you like you know, you don't just have two swords, you have two swords, each with their own, like like a Jedi Academy style, weak, strong middle modes, if again, if memory serves. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So it's just like I'd be much more comfortable calling The Witcher 1 an RPG Specifically because you have amnesia So there isn't, like, a a strong Geralt character to be influencing all of your character choices Versus 3 when you have all your memories back, essentially By the time Witcher 3 comes around where you're Geralt Yes, yes
0: So I I will say that the Baron quest line, like, in Witcher 3 Like, I really liked that I like the idea, like, like, I feel like the, um Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a good quest
0: the way that it ends, like, the choices that you make, it's not, like, an obvious, like, do the evil thing, do the good thing. It's, like, because it, it follows the theme that, I mean, you know, slightly going back to the show and also going back to, you know, like, this is, like, I feel like the, the a lot of the theme of of Witcher is trying to do good things and then having to live with the unintended consequences of that. <laughs> Which I really yes. like, well, yeah, you know, like there's like it seems like there's no good choice in that it, it, at least in my playthrough. It seems like there was no good choice in what to do in that Baron quest, um because it's like you either like don't free the thing that's like trapped in the tree or you know, whatever happens to the Baron it happens to the oh, baron, yeah, and it's like it sucks because you're just like, man, I want to do the right thing here, but like it's like you can't it's like you can't win, you know, and i I liked I like that way more than I like the kind of renegade um you know paragon system in oh
1: of magic. yeah
0: which like it's like it's like oh be a complete dickhole or be like a ridiculous boy scout it's like no you just do things in the witcher that like feel right and then things happen because of it and i think that that's it's just oh my god i love that about that whole series of games you know that like they feel like there's that it's it 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 nestles itself in this beautiful gray area of consequences where it's like you do actions and they have consequences, and there's no good label, bad label. You just do things, and then things happen as a result of that.
1: Yes, and I, I think it's actually specifically the lack of like specific immediate consequence mm-hmm. that sort of like takes it from being sort of a role playing aspect to more of like the point and click adventure game genre. Right, you know it's, what like the, it's like the it's like
0: the real time version of the point and click adventure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, uh, almost exactly. Yeah. It's just like, you know, oh, you, you've, uh, you know, you put the gasoline in the shoe and then threw it over the fence and now the, the gate opens mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, if you take the uh, spoilers, if you take, you know, the, the horse demon out of the tree, it's going to murder all the orphans and eat the village. Like you know, just like okay, like sure, yeah, like it's it's more realistic and like again, you know, I'll say it again for the billionth time, you know, great, it's great writing and it's it's a good quest. It's just not, I think, in the spirit of what it means to be an RPG game. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a it's an experience that's like taking you on this like journey, which is like you know great, and I have no problem with that. But it's not like a it's not like you you know you're not the you you haven't read the Wheel of Time book, have you? Okay, wow. In real time, there's a concept called tavern, essentially where like the world is shaped around these like people who like the threads of fate are literally like spiraling around, essentially. Mm-hmm. And like in an RPG game, you should be, you know, a tavern. Like you should be someone who like fate is like yours to weave based on your decisions. Mm-hmm. Whereas The Witcher Three is more like you're like you know you're you're like playing it's like a, you're like you're uh, you're playing a movie. Like with with Geralt is your like main character, and you get to like change. It's like a choose your adventure book where you're like you're changing what's happening in the movie, but like the movie is pretty like specific about what it wants to say about what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really giving you a, an opportunity to like inject your own philosophy onto the
0: mm-hmm. world. Okay, okay, I can I I can I can sort of halfway buy that, I suppose. Um, I'll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna go along with okay. it. But like, yeah, yeah, I'll, You take that. I, sure. I'll, I'll take I, it. I feel like the way that I would describe The Witcher, and yeah, like it's it, The Witcher to me is just kind of like yeah, it is. It's it has that more edge of realism in the sense of like there is no. Yeah, you're you kind of you're more along for the ride and. You know, you try, to, you try to make choices, and those choices have whatever consequences they have. And it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not in the sense of, like, you are dictating the universe. It's kind of like the universe is happening, and you kind of nudge it, trying to nudge it in one direction or another. And it does whatever it does, but that thing might not be necessarily expected, you know? Yeah, And
1: yeah, exactly.
0: I, that, which is why I like the game. You know, like, I, because I, I, I can live with The Witcher not being an RPG in, in your definition, and, and I, I think even, like, in now, as I'm forming my own definition of what an RPG is, I think that I, I, can, I can buy that, that The Witcher is not necessarily, is not an RPG, not even necessarily, it's not an yeah. RPG, but I really like it as a game, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, it's a good game, I wouldn't argue with yeah.
0: that. So, did, so you, uh, I would so say, you, did you enjoy? I mean, you you don't like it as an RPG, but did you would enjoy it as a
1: game at all? <laughs> it's a little boring. It's a, the combat's a little boring for me. I I feel like not to get too, it's a little it's a little too like hit dodge hit dodge hit dodge. Well, here's the thing.
0: I I feel like you're right, and I feel like I had that same experience. But if you like. I feel like if I was better at the game, I would enjoy it more. Like if I used the signs more, the way that they're supposed to be used, and used like all of the oils and stuff the way that they're supposed to be used. Like I feel like it's one of those games that you can let yourself make it really boring, but it can actually be really dynamic and fun. You just have to actually be good at it. But I don't. I don't
1: like. I don't find it difficult either.
0: Oh, it's not difficult. That's. The, I think that's the problem is you can cheese it. You know, it's a game that's perfectly cheesable in a boring way. It's not even cheese it's not even really cheesable. It's
1: just easy. It's yeah. just like it's just it's just like it's easy and bo- and the combat is boring. Again, like the it shines when it's like you're like in dialogue and stuff mm-hmm. or like roaming around on your horse. Mm-hmm. It's just the loop is very like dialogue combat, dialogue combat, and I don't enjoy the combat part and I don't really love the dialogue part oh in a way that I would like to for that. Like, it, it presents itself as an RPG. So I, I I play it like it's an RPG, but I'm not really allowed to. Yeah. And so it's just frustrating in that sense. Yeah,
0: this is, I mean, it's, it's like going back to our second episode. Expectations destroy everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, expectations do destroy everything. <laughs> if you everything. expect it
0: to be a certain thing and then it isn't that way, it just gets ruined. <laughs>
1: I will say, though, that I, I do also find The Witcher 3's, like, general, like, setting... To be kind of uh like very middle of the road. Like it's it's kind of grounded in reality, but it's also kind of fantasy. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't like do either of those things, like, particularly well. Like it's not Morrowind, like there's not giant mushroom forests, but it's also not like, you know, Gothic or Kingdom Come Deliverance, where it's like a hardcore medieval, like, society that like really oppresses you. Mm-hmm. Like it's kinda like a like a X-Men. It's like a comic book medieval world. It's like a
0: sort of nondescript fantasy setting.
1: Yeah, and that also doesn't, like, that doesn't excite me. Like, I don't, like, middling settings do not excite me. I like the extreme, like, you know, really, like, if you're going to present me a medieval world, like, I want, you know, bathhouses and, like, you know, feudal, like, fealty and, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's literally bathhouses, but... Oh, okay, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right Yeah, okay Yeah, yeah take that, that. there's you're bathhouses, It's right. is an RPG, I win! That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I yeah Checkmate I take it all back, it, truly an RPG, yes. yes
0: Bathhouses, that's what That's what defines bathhouses it Bathhouses, you
1: win, no <laughs> No, I mean, it's true, like, Witcher 3 is very detailed It's just, What did uh, you think of Skellige,
0: though? Because Skellige was really nice I really enjoyed that, like, Viking kind of setting
1: You know, like I guess, I it, it's the backdrop is there but it's not like you can't really interact with like the nitty-gritty of it.
0: Yeah, that it doesn't, like, it's, like, oh well, yeah, I mean, because it's true, it's like, I mean, there's, like, tons of people around, and, you know, you can't, because that's the one thing with Morrowind, you can talk to everybody, and they have tons of dialogue options, you know.
1: Did you ever, uh, I mean, you never played Kingdom Come Deliverance, right? No,
0: it's on my list of things to play, but I, I just haven't gotten around to like, it. Because,
1: like, in that game, like, there's, like, a, there's, like, a hunger system, and, like, a, a cleanliness system, <laughs> and so, like, you have to use the bathhouses, and, like, you have to clean your armor, and you have to, like, like, if you use a helmet like when you go into combat like you have to look through the visor so if you're using like a like a closed face helmet you have like this tiny little vision and like you have to get you have to eat and drink
0: yes and it like leans hard sleep. It leans hard into realism
1: and it's just like you know if you're going to go if you're going to have a realistic setting lean into it if you're going to have a fantasy setting lean into it and the witcher setting is like like that's why to like part from video games and go back to the original podcast idea for a second <laughs> just like you know, in the Witcher TV series, right? Like, I loved all of the stuff in the mage tower, mm-hmm. again. Because it was, like, it leaned hard into the fantasy yeah. stuff. And, like, when the, the when they were defending against the Guardian mages, the way, like, you know, like, even though it wasn't, like, source material faithful, mm-hmm. it, like, the way they consumed them to shoot the fireballs was, like, that's leaning really hard into the fantasy mm-hmm. element. It's, like, it's an extreme choice. It's, like, it's, it's making a statement about, like, yes, this is, like, not... How the real world is, you know, when people do stuff here, it's crazy, yes. and it's like I want that, and like The Witcher Three is like, like, like you know, the Godchild you meet, like the Godling, mm-hmm. right? Is like, it's just like a little tiny like kid who like is like blue <laughs> and lives in the woods. Like, what what makes him a Godling? Like, what's Godling about that thing? Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think like nothing. I think that like the, the The Witcher probably suffers from like the kind of like the Seinfeld isn't funny trope of the like, you know, because it's drawing so much on like established like, you know, yes. like Grimm's fairy tales type of things that yeah. like it's 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 stuff that is so familiar yeah. that it's that yes. it becomes mundane.
1: Yeah. And so I, I, I guess it, yeah, I'm so used to everything being a meta commentary on a meta commentary now <laughs> that like The Witcher 3 being so traditional is just like I, I was waiting for something to be like interesting and nothing ever was it was always just like, yep, that's that's about what I would expect that to happen. Like, yeah, if it was how that was. It's,
0: I mean, like, I I feel like throughout The Witcher, it's just kind of like a, a, a barrage of hey. We're going to reference a a fairy tale, you know, or a mythical creature from – because they draw on yeah. a lot of different – I think they draw in a lot of different cultures and a lot of different – like, I mean, I think a lot of it is rooted in, you know, Polish, um, like, fairy tale creatures. But I think there's some other stuff mixed in there, it feels like. I mean, it seems like they're drawing from a lot of different places. Um, But, you know, it's like they basically just reference these creatures and then say, okay, now we're going to kind of establish them as our interpretation of how those creatures would act in this world. And so there's not a lot new, it's just a lot of like re-reimagining a ton of different mythical and fairy tale creatures in this Witcher world, which yeah, I can imagine as you being a person who's not super big on hey, we're just going to reference things. <laughs> this, this which are to me in a lot of ways, especially the game is just like we're referencing all of these characters, you know, like you know they they do like different versions yeah, of like yeah. I mean like I think at one point like they they do like a like a Rapunzel story or something I'm sure they they do like all of like the Grimm's fairy tales they do all of these things I'm, I'm sure it's I think at some point
1: yeah and they're but they're just doing them. they're
0: just doing them and I and I know that you they're hate just and, doing uh, them. actually when you get to uh, the DLC there is one section of it um which. I think will fall for you into the realm of meta commentary, but they basically go into this actual like fantasy like world that's created by a wizard where they literally just do all of the fairy tales explicitly. But Oh wow. It's,
1: I mean that's fine. If, if it's like explicit explicit, yeah. that can also yeah, be. Yeah, I think that you'll yeah.
0: like that part in the uh yeah. in, in that one because that one it's 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 played so straight that it makes it really good. Yeah. So
1: Well so and I'll say I'll even say that like, you know, I'm I, I I'm just thinking about things I really liked in in Witcher Three, like the vampire quest. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think that was a good like rethinking of the vampire mythos in a way that's like kind of interesting. It's it's like you know he's kind of like a weird like old guy essentially almost. Mm-hmm. Like like that was cool. Like I mean, there's definitely things I like in the Witcher Three. I just would prefer if it like occupied the same space as Assassin's Creed.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it, it, and, it, and it sold itself in that way.
1: And it sold itself as that way because that's kind of what it is. And it's like I I feel like this like. People have fooled themselves into thinking that like they're playing this like deep RPG experience, and it's just like no, you're playing Assassin's Creed, and like that's okay. I like Assassin's Creed. I like I like Far Cry. Yeah. I like Watch Dogs. Like I like those games. Just like you know, that's what they are. Like they're not a like they're not a deep yeah. Like, call it what it is. RPG experience. I do not. really
0: feel like we need a new term for what what The Witcher is, and I, I think I think character. I mean, like, if you could say character playing a CPG is 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 acceptable, I don't know, but like, I think that does nail it for me of like trying to play a, a yeah. game with stats and all that, like all of the kind of hallmarks of RPGs, but while playing an established character in a very specific way, you know, like removing a lot of the branchingness and like a lot of the freedom of RPGs.
1: I mean, obviously, ultimately, it's just it's going to be keep. They're going to keep calling it an RPG. Yeah, but, but let's, um, let's 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 say we
0: we controlled the world, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we did control the world, I would just call it an action adventure game.
0: But does that really cover what it is? Because there is there is the RPG elements that it has. Do I feel like make it different from just a straight up action adventure game? I think, but maybe I'm wrong on okay. that.
1: Okay, no, I see what you're saying. Um, oh, wow, yeah, that is a tough one. Um. What would I, what, what, what new genre? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, an, okay. Wait a second. So what is, what is Far Cry 3's genre? It's an open world first person shooter, yeah. right? Yeah. So I would say that Far Cry, I, I would say that Witcher 3 is an open world third person hack and slash.
0: Man, it really just rolls off the tongue. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, this is like this is like trying to decide like what genre music bands are like progressive like rock bands oh, god. like well I think this is like a, a progressive heavy metal
0: band oh god don't even get me started it's, start. like, it's oh. like yeah this is this is this is a yeah, post industrial yeah, yeah. grunge heavy you know electronic yeah, better, alternative yeah. band yeah. with <laughs> elements yeah, exactly. elements of black sludge metal like it's like okay cool I'm, I'm glad we we nailed that but it's also jazz fusion Well, everything's got jazz fusion now
1: <laughs> yeah it's all jazz
0: fusion <laughs> okay. Well, I think we've nailed it. I think we figured out everything, you yeah. know, so great. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did, did it. it. <laughs> we, we figured it all out. Check that one off. So it's an open-world action RPG with branching story elements and also magic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I say action adventure. Okay. I feel like the action adventure I think action genre adventures under yeah, I feel
0: like the action adventure genre is such a useless term that I wish we had more terms for it. But maybe the answer is there's so many things in that weird middling area that it's like, just play the game and you'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> it's an open world it's game. It's an open world game. Oh boy. It's an open world game. There so, we
0: go. So all right. I'm I'm sorry everyone for this episode. This was an indulgence on, on my part. I was like, I can't let this yeah. I can't let this topic go. We're gonna do more movies, I promise. We will, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Just,
1: I, although I do, I do want to say, just as a, a before we finish it, uh, they they remade, they did a, like a demo, like remaking the original Gothic game, uh-huh. and like just it's like an hour, like you just go watch someone play it. It's like an hour long, and it's like it's turning a classic RPG into exactly what we've been talking about, like a shitty like generic action okay. game, and it's like it's so like just like it's exactly what we've been talking about. <laughs> Does that transition. Fair enough,
0: but yes. Next time, next time we'll we'll do we'll do we'll do a movie. We'll get back on uh, we'll get back on track. But I couldn't let this discussion yeah, do go. We wanna,
1: do we want to do? I want to decide on air or do you we want? Well, we were going to do
0: um later. We were going to do Lawrence of Arabia. Let's do that.
1: Okay, good. We're still doing that. I'm excited to watch. That
0: yeah, again. Um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll awesome. let you know the week that I watch that, and then we will make that happen.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All yeah. right. Cool. Hell yeah, man.
0: This was good.